Cheers for listening to the Make Things Better podcast. In today's episode, I was joined by Ben Ather, founder of the Developer Academy, and we discussed what data science is, what skills are needed to be a data scientist, the various paths to becoming a data scientist, and more. So thanks a lot for listening, and I do hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Make Things Better podcast. Today I have Ben Atta from the Developer Academy, the founder of the Developer Academy, and I'm quite excited to talk to you about data scientists and data science in particular. So thanks for coming on, Ben. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to have a chat with you about about data science and and the industry. Yeah. Cheers for coming on. I do appreciate your time. And do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about the Developer Academy and how you started that? Sure. Um, so we started the, I started the business about three years ago. Um, it kind of came out of having uh, attended a lot of the Sheffield Digital Meetups, especially Geek Brecky. Um, when I was in a previous role, talking to various people there, it became quite obvious that there was a, there was a skills gap, uh, not just in Sheffield, but nationwide for developers, for coders. Um, I can't code and I still can't code. So um, but it kind of set me off down the path of, well, how do we, how do we get, you know, how do we help with this skills gap? How do we, how do we train people? Um, and through various conversations, it became, became quite obvious that if you do want to learn to code, if you're interested in it, you can learn to code. Um, the other thing that really was helpful when I started the business was that the, the companies I was, I was talking to, the tech companies, we're all saying the same thing. You know, we don't care about formal qualifications. All we care about is can they code? Can they prove it with a portfolio? Um, but what they really struggle with is, is people that have the soft skills to go alongside the coding skills. So, you know, can people problem solve? Can they explain something that's very complex in a simple way? Can they communicate what they're doing with other stakeholders in the business? Um, can they learn themselves? Can they, are they able to teach themselves? Because the technology sector is constantly changing. There's always a new framework or a new coding language. So, um, and, and have people got the passion for coding? Do they really enjoy it? And they're, they're the skills that they really, uh, really, really struggle to find. Um, so that kind of set me off on a path where I started to think about my own situation. I mean, I was, I was at that time in a job I didn't like, and I'd spent a long time in jobs I didn't like. I was just following the money a lot of the time. Um, so I, I kind of realized, well, there must be other people that are in jobs they don't like. They've probably just done the same as me. They've left school, maybe didn't have an idea of what they wanted to do. And have gone down a path of just, let's just follow the money, maybe sales jobs, marketing jobs, whatever they are. Um, and through those jobs, they will have built up all these soft skills without necessarily realizing they're building them up sometimes. Um, so I started throwing around different business ideas and came up with this idea of, well, there must be, because um, if you research like coding boot camps, they're all full time. They're all 12 weeks, 14 weeks, something like that, um, which is great. It's really quick. You know, you can learn to code and, and they'll help you find a job. But there must be a lot of people that can't afford to do that. They can't afford to quit the job for three, four months, learn a new skill and then get a job. So uh, the idea we ended up with was was a part time coding boot camp. Um, so whereby People attend in the evenings, two evenings a week. Um, it takes double the time of a full-time boot camp, so ours is 24 weeks. Um, but people can retrain around their job, around the commitments in 24 weeks. 
you know, it's still a short period of time, six months. Um, and then obviously we help them find a job and that, that's, that's worked really well um, for the last, the last three years. So um, that's kind of where we're up to now. Um, we've, we've grown really, well, I wouldn't say quickly, but we've grown quite nicely over the three years. Um, I took on a director of education to handle the education side of the business because, like I say, I can't code. Um, we've now hired uh, three full-time instructors and we've got about 15 or 20 contractors who do the part-time uh, boot camp. So they are all developers in the industry. During the daytime, we simply pay them as a contractor in the evening to deliver the boot camp. So, yeah, it's been going really well and that's kind of where we're up to now. Yeah, that sounds really good. Um, and I quite like how you can't code yourself um, because it kind of just gives like a different angle to it because it's probably, it sounds to me like it is more about helping people develop another skill set um, alongside their job so that they can maybe have more flexibility and transfer and go into a different industry um, which they possibly enjoy enjoy more and they still got those skills as you say from like a sales job marketing job whatever it is that they've done before um, I think that's dead interesting really um, whereas I feel like a lot of probably boot camps would be led by someone who maybe is just solely focused on the code um, or not solely but you know they may be just a bit more focused on the code and so they might not have thought about those other considerations as much perhaps i'm not sure um anyway so one thing i noticed on the website recently was a blog about data science and this was a term that's quite it's quite new to me really and um, so i wanted to ask you what is data science first of all sure so data science is a field that uses uh, scientific methods processes algorithms and different systems to extract and apply knowledge and actionable insights from data. So, I mean, data is a big thing. It has been a big thing for a long time. Um, lots of different companies are generating various different amounts of data. So what a data scientist will do is collect that data, sort and organize that data so that they can pull out insights that the business can use. So. Uh, a good example could be, I don't know, maybe you've got a product that's on the market. You can start building up the data about what features people are using with that product, what features people aren't using with that product. And the actionable insights could be, well, you know, people aren't using this particular feature. We don't need that anymore. Or people prefer this feature over that one. So let's focus more on those features, that kind of stuff. So that's helping you with product development. Um, another example is you could have uh, machines in a, in a factory if you're able to extract simple data from that machine, so when the machine is on and when it's off, um, how long that machine is running for, how much electricity is that machine using throughout a 24 hour period, you can start to understand, well, it's, easy, it's, it's more cost effective to run that machine at nighttime than it is at daytime because the electricity is cheaper, or it's actually more cost effective to leave the machine turned on overnight than it is to turn it off and then turn it on again, because some of these, you know, some huge machines take a lot of time to power up. Um, so that's that's then helping you reduce your electricity bill. Um, there's other things you can do with machines as well, such as you know you can try and you can try and uh, predict when the machine's going to break down, so that you actually you actually carry out a service on that machine before it breaks down. So it's quicker and more cost effective to service the machine than it is to wait for it to break and have it out of action. So I think I think that's the key with data science. It's it's um, it's taking data and creating valuable 
uh, actionable insights that have got commercial benefit to a business is what is, is, the, is what they do. Yeah, and a bit like what you were saying about um, what you learned throughout your course, a lot of that is probably to do with problem solving, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, a, a massive focus on our course is um, we, we get the students to do a lot of presentations and we get them to focus on, right, you're presenting this to, often they'll present it to me because I don't understand what the hell they're doing. So <clears throat> it's a really good exercise for them because I don't, I don't, there's no point telling me all the technical coding stuff that you went into. There's no point telling me, oh, well, I got the data set and we created this algorithm and the algorithm does this, that and the other. I'm going to switch off. I don't care about that. I'm, I'm running a business. I, what I need you to tell me is we found some, we got some data, uh, you know, in a really basic way. We did this, that and the other with the data. This is the insight that we found. Don't do this, do this, do that, do that. Or if you do this, this will happen. If you do this, this will happen. If you don't do this, that will happen. Um, so we, we get them to focus a lot on those kinds of presentations, explaining complex things in a simple way um, and trying to get buy-in from various stakeholders because that's what they're going to do in a job. You know, they're going to, if, you, if you go over to the marketing department and spend 20 minutes going on about algorithms and that kind of stuff, they're going to switch off too. Um, they want to know what do we need to change to make the ads better? Or what do we need to change to make more sales? Um, so that's that's a big thing of what we we get them to focus on on that course. Yeah. Are there any current misconceptions around what a data scientist does? Um, I mean, I think people, I mean, don't get me wrong, you do need to understand maths. You know, you need to have a good understanding of maths. Probably A-level maths is what we run, we run on. You know, people need, need to have a good understanding of A-level maths subjects. Um, but you don't need to be amazing at maths. This is the thing, you know, you've got so many tools available now to help you in, in that side of, of what you're doing. Um, and I think I think a lot of the time it's about, with data science, a lot of it is about logical thinking and, and trying to trying to think logically and also trying to problem solve. Um, that's, that's the biggest thing. I think maybe some people think it's very much, uh, oh, I need to be super smart and super clever and come up with a really cool algorithm. And, and I really need to, and I, used to, I need to use machine learning or I need to use AI on this. You know, that's, that's a big thing is I think people often think data science is all about machine learning and AI and that's super complex, super difficult stuff that only people like professors and, you know, people at university are doing. And don't get me wrong, I think, you know, there is still an element of that. Um, you know, there are still, there is still a need for that. But you don't have to be super smart, super intelligent, super great with maths. Um, you just need a, a kind of basic knowledge, really, and you can you can build the rest out from there. So that's I think that's probably the biggest misconception. And how much code is involved in being a data scientist? Um, there's quite a lot. I mean, we, we focus on teaching Python as a coding language, which is really accessible as a coding language. It's probably one of the easiest coding languages to learn. Um, so that's great because that, that again makes the whole data science field far more accessible as well. Um, and yeah, there is a lot of coding involved, you know, but there's there's packages that run a lot that, that you can use with Python and um, and then other kind of tools that you can use with Python to make the job easier, to make the job quicker. So, um, and it is all about speed a lot of the time, you know, cloud infrastructure now with AWS and Azure, <clears throat> a lot of it's already done for you. You know, you don't have to create a brand new machine learning model. A lot of the models are already there. You can take them and adapt them. So um, it's getting, it is far more accessible and far easier than probably it used to be, maybe maybe five or 10 years ago. Um, 
yeah, there, there is a lot of coding, but there are a lot of tools there to make it quicker and easier. And I think um, maybe another misconception with data science is that you don't have to spend two or three weeks putting together an amazing machine learning thing that that kind of you know oh look I've spent you know look at this it's great. A lot of the time, you just need to get yourself sort of 70, 80% of the way there uh, with a very simple, some very simple coding, some very simple um, pre-made tools so that you can very quickly see, okay, what is, is there a value in this data or is what I'm trying to do going to produce an outcome that's commercially viable? You can probably do that in a, in a day or two and that's very quick and you can go, right, no, that's not, let's move on. Um, so I think, I think that's maybe another misconception. So... Yeah, there's a lot of coding, but you can, you know, a lot of the time you can be quite simple and straightforward with it before you get involved in the real big stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Um, and other than like maths, which you've already touched on a bit and, you know, you mentioned how that's not like a, it's not a skill that you need to be like an absolute expert on. Like you don't need like a, a master's in maths or anything, but it's obviously useful. Um, and then you, uh, I, at the Developer Academy, you teach uh, Python. But what other skills do you think are needed, really, uh, to be a data scientist? So we teach um, we teach about uh, obviously about data, how to clean the data, how to organize your data. Uh, we do go into machine learning, so supervised and unsupervised machine learning. We cover big data. Uh, we cover cloud infrastructure, so AWS and Azure, and how those tools can be used for what you're trying to do with with um, with data science. Um, and I think they're probably the main skills. You know, we touch on algorithms as well, obviously that's part of the maths, but really it's it's having a bit of a broad knowledge of the tools that are being used within the industry. Um, you know, you don't have to have a great in-depth knowledge to get into the industry. All the, all the companies are different. Some companies will just focus on AWS. Some of them will just focus maybe on Azure, for example, with cloud. Um, so what we try and do is give, you know, we touch on these all these different tools um, you know, we touch on machine learning and all those other areas, just to give you an understanding and a, and a knowledge of the fundamentals of what you're trying to do and the fundamentals of all these available tools that you can use. I think that's that's really what you need to learn um, and, and what you need to know. And then you need to get into the industry. You need to get that junior job where you're going to be working on real data sets. You're going to be doing real presentations. Um, and, and yeah, I think I think the soft skills Definitely, you know, presenting stuff in a, a complex stuff in a simple way. You really need to hone in on that and also hone in on logical thinking. You know, here's a problem. I logically have to work that out. You know, <clears throat> how, how do we do that? Um, and the soft skills of taking that time to look at what it is we're trying to achieve. And, and also commercial understanding. Sometimes it is, you know, sometimes people can go, I've pulled out this really great insight from the data. Look, it's going to show me that, but there's no benefit to the business. I mean, it might be a really great thing and it might be a really great thing to tell people about. Oh, we found this in the data and that's really interesting, but there is no commercial benefit there. It's not going to save us time. It's not going to save us money. It's not going to help us build a new product. It's not going to help us in any way, shape or form. It's just an interesting thing. And I think, you know, being able to work out what those two are is quite important. And it can sound like a simple thing, but um, yeah, I think that's, that's a big thing. Having a commercial understanding and, and, of what you're trying to achieve is, is really important. Yeah, and maybe that's why uh, people who already have like a decent commercial understanding from previous jobs 
who are coming to the developer academy and they they may benefit a lot from already having that past experience so i can definitely see how that kind of ties in with learning these skills um, like they complement each other really well um, you mentioned aws and azure there i know that hive have used azure on our uh, department for education projects and i know we've used aws on i think our sheffield mental health guide project and i'm sure we've used both of them on many other projects as well but i don't really know what either of those platforms do i know very little about them could you tell me briefly like what do they do Sure. So they are cloud infrastructures. Um, so they're both very, very similar. AWS is created by Amazon, so it's Amazon Web Services. Azure is created by Microsoft. They're both, you know, they both pretty much do the same thing. Um, on a basic level, instead of having a server, so an old-fashioned server sat somewhere, uh, sat in your office, for example, <clears throat> with your website stored on there, and maybe all your data, and maybe all your emails, or whatever else. Um, it, it's instead it's stored on a on a, a data uh, stored on a server in a, in a data center. So Amazon Web Services will have a load of data centers across across the world. So all of your information is stored on that that, that cloud infrastructure in, in a basic term. So um, things like Google Mail and everything they all run on cloud infrastructure. Um, but what they've what they do as well is you've got um, you can actually run you can actually create applications in the cloud. So uh, you can build machine learning modules um, in the cloud that uses that cloud infrastructure. So you're using AWS's power and infrastructure to run that model to make it work. So they, that's, that's just a basic level. It goes into great, great detail. There's a massive amount of things you can do. Um, <clears throat> there's big data there as well. I mean, you can imagine if Facebook's got all of their stuff stored, that's big, you know, there's a huge amount of big data there that they've got stored. Um, and AWS is used to store that data, but also pull insights from that data, analyze it, track it, keep it all secure, that kind of stuff. That's just kind of a basic overview, right? Anyway. Yeah, there's definitely probably too much detail there for like a, a podcast or one podcast alone. So, yeah. And I, I mean, we say to our students, look, look, AWS and Azure, they go from zero to blow your mind really, really quickly. You know, it's very easy to create an account on there and get something up and running. But there's so much to it. Um, I mean, if you look for AWS training courses, they have their own training course on it. And it's seven or eight you know, training courses that take years to complete. They're absolutely massive. So, Yeah, sure. Um, but that definitely helps me understand it better. So thanks for that. Um, how would you recommend someone go about learning data science? Um, so there's a number of different ways you can do it. Um, you know, I wouldn't say any way is better than the other. Everyone has their own way of learning. Um, and it's the same with learning to code. Everyone's got their own way of learning. There's a, there's a lot of different ways of doing it. Uh, with data science, you know, you could go and get formal qualification. You could go to college, university. You can go down that route. Um, you can teach yourself. The great thing now, if you went on YouTube, you've got hundreds and hundreds of videos where you could probably learn from YouTube. Um, there's websites like Data Camp, uh, which you can learn everything on Data Camp, and you just do it all online as you go. Um, there's lots of different forums you could go to. You could, you know, you could go to different meetups throughout Sheffield or, or in your area. And you could try and talk to people and find out different information. You could learn that way. Or you can do something like a like a boot camp like ours. Um, and I mean, the good thing, you've got the kind of the plus and the minuses of each one. So if you go down the college and university route, that's great. You get a formal qualification, but you're not really getting any job skills at the same time. And I think 
I think those institutions maybe have a bit of a bad reputation for teaching soft skills. They focus very much on the, on the harder skills and on the curriculums. Um, teaching yourself is great. You know, you're probably going to learn, you might learn a lot of things you don't need to learn. That's the problem there. You haven't got any real guidance on, well, just learn this, this, and this. There's no set course there. There's also nobody to ask questions to. Um, and you can end up down a rabbit hole a lot of the time. Um, so, you know, you can teach yourself for free online, but there's no one to ask questions to, and you might learn the wrong stuff. Um, and then with the boot camps, you know, ours is, is £5,000, so it's not cheap. Um, obviously, you can finance that with our finance partners, but the, the positives are it's, it's instructor-led lessons. You've got that constant support. There's someone to ask questions, and we've written the curriculum with industry. Now, we've worked with different companies like Twinkle in Sheffield, like Deeper Than Blue. They've helped us create the curriculum based on what they want, what they want to see. So you know that when you do a boot camp um, like ours, that you're learning the skills that companies want so that you should be able to very easily get a job at the end of the course. So it just depends how you learn, really, um, and, and how you can do it. And people have done it in different ways. You know, I've come across lots of people that are self-taught themselves. Lots of people that have gone to uni, lots of people have gone to boot camps. It just depends how you learn, really. Yeah, yeah, uh, makes sense. And I actually looked on um, on your website. I noticed like one of the things, well, a few of the things that people really liked about your course was how they just have that like, structure. So like they're not like maybe procrastinating or they know, and then they can be flexible with that structure as well. But just to have that structure, I think that's really useful when you're learning anything. Um, and the other thing was, yeah, just having that, person to ask questions to because I know when you're learning something difficult you can easily get stuck and that can be quite off-putting and challenging and you know it's hard to regain focus sometimes if, if you do get stuck on a problem and it's taking you a while to overcome it um, so to have someone there to ask I can see how that'd be really valuable so where can people find yourself Ben or the developer academy on um, you know social media or uh, what was your website as well uh, for anyone who is interested in one of these uh, courses perhaps so the website is thedeveloperacademy.com. Um, all the information about our course is on there. Uh, we've got obviously social media accounts, which is usually at the Dev Academy. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn, which is I think linkedin.com slash Ben um, they're, they're the best places to find us. And we do, I mean, we're regularly updating our social media about you know what, what boot camps we've got running, what students are learning on the boot camps. We do put out a lot of information and a lot of helpful information. You know, you should learn this or you should learn that, or this is how to do this, this is how to do that. So you can pick up a lot of free stuff from us as well. Um, we often run free courses throughout the year. Um, so you can come along, learn, learn a bit of how to code and that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, check out the website, um, check out the social media accounts. Yeah, awesome. Thanks a lot for coming on, Ben. Really appreciate your time. I've actually learned so much in just 30 minutes. So cheers for that. Um, You're welcome. Thanks for having and, me. It's been a pleasure yeah. talking to you. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Um, and I hope everyone has enjoyed listening to this. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.